everybody. It's Sue Bidstrup with the Great Big Yes Podcast. Welcome. I am so glad that you're here. As you know, on this podcast, I encourage you to say yes to building a business and a life that you love. So I am happy to talk to you today. I was actually earlier wearing a hat that said, yes, ma'am. And I wanted to talk to you about that. Now, I don't know where you live, but if you're in the South, people say, ma'am. But I was raised in Chicago, and we don't say ma'am. In fact, when I moved to Texas and somebody first called me ma'am, I got so irritated. I got absolutely offended. It felt like fighting words. Like, you don't say ma'am to me. I'm not that old, right? I had a preconceived notion of what ma'am meant. And I got super offended. My feathers were ruffled. And the guy was like, oh, no, you know, it's a sign of respect. And, you know, we're taught to say ma'am. And, and then I realized as we lived here a little bit, my kids in school were taught to say, yes, sir, yes, ma'am. And then their friends would come over and I would say, can I get you something to drink? And they'd say, oh, thank you. Yes, ma'am. You know, or I'd say, oh, how was school, to say, school today? And they'd be like, it was great, ma'am. You know, this and that, ma'am. Ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. So anyway, now I have a hat that says, yes, ma'am. And actually, you need to say it like that in a Southern accent because it's the only way it sounds legit. But here's the thing. I had to realize that there were other ways of being and other ways of thinking when I moved to Texas. Newsflash. Everybody's not from the same place and everyone hasn't had the same experiences. And something as simple as a word or a phrase could conjure up different feelings in different people that live in different places, right? So this isn't rocket science. We know this. But have you ever felt that in your own life? Like, have you ever felt that in your gut where you just are like, okay, I'm super irritated that they just said that to me. I want you to pay attention to when you feel like, you know, ready to fight back, when you feel offended. I was saying earlier today in Team Yes, I was doing a live and we were talking about this and I was just saying, you know, if you can be unoffendable, then you are like superwoman. I mean, that is like a superpower. If you can let things kind of just roll off your back and not get like all up in arms every time someone says something you don't like, not take things personally, then you are golden, especially in business, but also really, especially in life. Like for everything, being unoffendable is huge. And so few of us can do that, right? Because we're human. We're human and we take things personally. But I had to understand, one, I had to learn how to assume positive intent, okay? So not to assume that something someone's saying is meant to offend me, that people are like out to get me. I never really thought that because I wasn't raised with that, so... That's not something I've thought, but in general, I think it's good for all of us to be reminded that we need to, we need to uh, assume positive intent, but often we assume negative intent. So let that go. Assume positive intent. Decide today that the universe is for you, that God is for you, that other people are for you, and live your life from that vantage point. It's so powerful, you guys. And here's the thing. When we start a business, there's going to be people who don't want to work with us. There's going to be people who don't like what we're doing. There's going to be people who um, 
work with us and then decide not to work with us anymore. There's going to be people who might ask for a refund. There's going to be people who give us a bad review. All of this is part of business. But if something like that happens and we immediately get offended and we start to think, okay, this means that my business is horrible and I should quit, that's, that will harm us, right? So them asking for a refund can't hurt us. It's our thought about them asking for a refund that hurts us. So we, if we decide that means our business is terrible and we should quit, then we're only causing harm to ourselves. It has nothing to do with them asking for a refund. It's that we blew it completely out of proportion, made it mean something it doesn't mean, and then we've defeated ourselves through our thoughts. But if we can take that same situation, they ask for a refund, and we say, well, this is part of business. It happens. What have I learned? Let me get some feedback from them. This will help me change it up for the next person so it doesn't happen again. It's all learning. So there is no such thing as failure. It's all learning, right? And so in these situations, if we can assume positive intent, like they came in positive and what I provided them, I had positive intent and it just wasn't a good fit. That's such a better, more peaceful, more joyful way to live life. And we get to choose it. So I want you to be really aware of the stories you're telling yourself. If somebody calls you ma'am, does that mean wow, I must look super old today (laughs) and I need to be offended because that means I'm an old lady. Or shift it, pay attention to what people are telling you, pay attention to your surroundings and realize they were raised to say that and it's a sign of respect. Complete mind shift. And what happened in that situation and that happens in these situations where we learn to kind of expand what we know is we're learning. It was so funny. I I was making notes about this and I, I wrote down, learn as you go, expand what you know. So you know I'm going to be talking about that. I'm, I'm, I'm making up a cheer. Learn what, learn as you go, expand what you know. <laughs> but you guys, it's like a motto for life. If we enter into everything, including our business, including our friendships, including our marriage, including our church, including our Bible studies, including our book studies, including whatever we're doing, and we enter in with an open mind, what I like to call a beginner's mind. We don't enter in thinking we know everything, all closed up and like on the defensive, but we enter in with an open heart and an open mind and we think, I'm so excited for what I'm going to learn from this person or from this situation. If we do that, if we enter in with a beginner's mind and we don't allow ourselves to be offended, we're just learning. You guys, anything is possible. There is an expansiveness in our approach that just invites abundance. It invites learning. It invites growing. It invites transformation. The goal of life isn't to stay stuck with our arms folded over our chest, kind of looking at people with that like smirk on our face, like I know better than you. I mean, there's people that walk around like that and they're like, I don't want to be around them, right? It's a repellent. 
If someone is walking around acting like they're perfect and they've got it all figured out, nobody wants to be around that person. You want to be around the person who's open, willing to learn, excited about new ideas, right? So learn as you go and expand what you know. The biggest thing we can do for ourselves is allow ourselves to have a mindset shift. Allow ourselves to change our mind. Allow ourselves to see something in a new light. Allow ourselves to be open to a new possibility. Meeting new people, traveling, like how I moved midlife. You know, I was like 45 years old when we moved to Texas and I had lived in Chicago area my whole life. And those are completely different places. It was like culture shock. But I came in ready and open. I knew that there was possibility for growth here and it was going to be exponential and it was going to be quick and it it might be a little bit painful. (laughs) And we all learned and grew so much. And we really had no other choice. But I've seen people come into situations that are new and kind of refuse that growth, right? So this happens to us, this mindset of being stuck or being offended or being defensive comes into play with business. When we start to put something out there, we're kind of, if we're honest with ourselves, we're afraid. We're afraid of the response. We're afraid of what someone might say. We're afraid that it's not, quote, good enough. We're afraid that people might think we're an imposter. We're afraid that we don't know enough. We're afraid that people won't get it, get it, get us. They don't understand. Like, it's weird. Like, we'll have moments where we're like, why am I even doing this? Does it even matter? Like, we'll have an existential crisis in the middle of a launch of a new product. You guys, it's common for the entrepreneur. And I want you to know that it's common. And I think the way that we can combat this, obviously, is in a mindset shift. It's entering into any new thing, including your business with, okay, I'm an expert in this area like that I'm offering. Like I'm able to help people in this area. My gifts and talents add up to me being able to really help people in this area. However, I've never run my own business before or I've never run this business before. And so I need to have a beginner's mind here. I need to see what works best for this business. If I try to launch a course and nobody wants to go to my course, I need to rethink that. If I'm putting out something that's getting no response, I need to rethink that. If somebody comes to me and says, hey, I signed up for your thing, but I actually, I'm not really satisfied. I want my money back. I need to enter into that with an open heart and mind. And it is so hard, you guys, to not be offended, but to understand that it's just learning, that we're just learning, that it's different. And what usually happens in a situation like that is you can say to that person, I am so sorry. And I want to make sure that I'm delivering the best product, the best service. How can I change? How could this be improved? What would you have liked better? What would you have liked more, right? So we use these opportunities for growth, but we're never, ever, ever going to grow if we go in already offended, (laughs) which we're human. Again, you guys, grace, grace, grace. I've done this and I'm sure you have too. And so there's no shame in it. It's just when we become aware of it, then we can change our mindset. We can change the posture that we enter in with.
I used to teach holy yoga and I love, love, love teaching yoga. And one of my favorite positions is warrior two. And in warrior two in traditional yoga, your palms would be facing down toward the mat. And in holy yoga, we turned our palms up. And what that signified is that we were opening up our palms and we were ready to receive whatever God had for us. And I always think of that image of the palms up. And the heart is open in warrior two. It's a warrior pose. Yes, you're strong. Yes, you're capable. Yes, you're worthy. Yes, you can do this thing. You can, you can start this business. You can thrive in this business. You can be very, very successful. You're equipped. You're worthy. You're ready. You stand strong in that. Your foundation is firm in that. Just like in Warrior 2, your foundation is strong and it's not moving. But your heart and your palms are wide open. And what this signals to God and the universe and your clients and your competitors and your collaborators and everyone is that you are open. You're open to do business. You're open to grow. You're open to be transformed. You're open for your business to grow. You're open for the idea that anything is possible. You're open for more clients. You're open for more customers. You're open for even being uncomfortable and standing there with your base so strong and your heart and your hands open, ready to receive whatever's coming your way and you won't break. You won't fall. It's not gonna kill you if somebody says something to you that isn't exactly what you wanted to hear. You're strong enough to handle it. Your foundation is strong enough. Your mindset is open. Your mindset is, you know, you're adapting, you're adaptable. I remember when my first baby was born and I took her to this doctor. We lived in the city of Chicago. She was born at Rush. Um, It's a teaching hospital in not a great neighborhood. And so she was just, um, I had a real tough doctor, a great lady who was just, oh man, she was so cool. She was so tough. I knew she was so capable. I loved her. But anyway, we went to our pediatrician And, um, he said to me something and it sticks in my head and I can still see him talking to me. And he had like a Snoopy tie on because I love Snoopy. And anyway, and he said to me, um, what you want is for your child to be adaptable. You don't want to raise your child so rigidly because I had all these fears, right? I had all these questions. I was worried I wasn't doing it right. I was wondering if I could ever do it right. I thought there was a right way to be a mom, an exactly right way. Like if I just read the manual, if I just did everything exactly like I should, and you know I hate that word should, (laughs) because we are going to should all over ourselves, right? So we don't say should, but you know what I mean. I was in there thinking, doctor, just tell me what to do. And when he said, you want your child to be adaptable. It was such a revelation to me. It was like, yes, I do want that. Yes, I do. I never knew it before and I never knew how to name it. But I do want my child to be adaptable. And I knew in that moment that I wanted to be adaptable. That I was actually entering into the most unpredictable 
beautiful ride of my life being a mom. And I had no idea what was coming. But in that moment, I knew that I wanted to be the mom that was adaptable. I wanted to be the wife and the woman and the mom that was adaptable. And I can't tell you guys, in 2020, with everything that's gone on in the world, everything we're hearing, everything we're experiencing, everything that's changing, I have thought of that so often, that word adaptable, that concept of being open, being willing to have open heart and open palms and be adaptable. I believe that it's our superpower to be unoffendable and adaptable. It's the future. If you're raising children in a rigid environment where everything is toe the line and this is what it does and this is what we do on this hour and this is how you behave and this is what you must do and this is how it should be and this is the one path to success, my friends, you are setting them up for failure. You can see now in this world that there is no one path to success. Praise God. We get to carve it out for ourselves and it begins with adaptability. It begins with openness. It begins with palms open and ready to receive, heart open and ready to receive, and feet planted firmly in the ground. So enter in with positive intent yourself because, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever heard that quote, but they say, you know, a liar never believes in anyone else. And so I want you to ask yourself, if you're assuming everyone has bad intent, I need you to check your heart. Because when you yourself enter into everything with positive intent, you're going to assume that others do as well. So just like anything else in life, whatever you're seeing in someone else is a mirror for you to look at in yourself. Amen? So we're going to take an honest look at ourselves and the stories we tell and the things that ruffle our feathers and all the shoulds in our life and the rigidity that we enter in with, and sometimes how we refuse to have a beginner's mind. And we want to look at all that and we want to expand what we know. We want to learn as we go. Yeah? So I hope this is resonating with you guys. I hope this is making sense. But when somebody says to you in Texas, yes, ma'am, it's different than what somebody says to you if they say, ma'am to you in Chicago. This seems like a little thing, but for me, it was a revelation. My husband and I, when we first moved here, I've told this story before, but being from Chicago, everything was really fast and we were like talking really fast and we were always kind of in a hurry and we moved to Texas and everything was really slow. I live in Austin and everyone's just like really weird and really cool and like kind of hippie and everything's like all about like like peace and love and like everything's cool. Just be cool, right? And we were rushing around still and it took us some time to really slow the pace. It took us some time to adapt. But before we got to the adapting part, 
at one point we realized, you know, my husband said to me, you know what I realized today? Like, we're the assholes. <laughs> and I know for my friends that make fun of my accent from Chicago, they love the way I say that word assholes. Um, but here's the thing, you guys. Check yourself. Check yourself. The way for you to be more open and have more people open with you and to be adaptable and have more people be adaptable with you and live in that synergistic, peaceful, joyful, abundant place with your clients and your customers and your collaborators and people is for you to check yourself. How are you showing up? Are you able to adapt to your new environment? For many of us, we've never been entrepreneurs before. And maybe we're carrying in some baggage from our other stuff. And I want to say to you, because your business is like your baby, and I'm going to be the pediatrician right now, you're standing before me with this beautiful idea, this passion of yours, this dream. You're holding it in your hands. You're showing it to me. And I want to say to you, you want to raise this up, this idea up, to offer this idea so that it is adaptable and that you are adaptable within it. Be adaptable. And you might say to me, well, I know there's a right way to do this and I know I have to do this and I've never really been good at money and I'm not really the creative one and I'm afraid what that person from sixth grade is going to say about me and I don't really get the support I need from my sister and whatever it is. And I'm just going to say, we're going to take each and every one of those thoughts captive and we're going to start with this idea that maybe we don't know everything. And that maybe we're entering in with some outdated thoughts. And maybe we're getting our, ruffles, our, our feathers ruffled for no reason. It's on us. Take every thought captive. Is it true? Is it helpful? And adapt. You're in a new stage of your life. You've said yes to this dream. You're going to launch your business. You're going to follow your passion. You're ready. You're enough. There's no shoulds. Let every single thing that comes up teach you. Be teachable. Gosh, that's another great thing, right? I, I, if, if you're not teachable, it's kind of a lost cause. <laughs> so open, you know, open hearts, open minds, open hands. Teachable heart. Adaptable. All right, I hope this makes sense and I hope this encourages you. We're all in the same boat. We all struggle with this. But I think these tips will help you. You're doing great. You're doing great. Just like the mom of the young baby, just like me. When I was 28 years old with my first baby and I didn't even know how to strap her into the car seat. I was terrified. But he taught me to be adaptable. He set the tone right there and just said, hey, you want a child that's adaptable. It was like he was saying, you know, be cool. It's all going to work out. And it is, and it will. 
All right, you guys, I'm so glad that you were here with me today. Let me know if you need anything. You can reach out at greatbigyes1 at gmail.com. You can find all my coaching packages and ways to work with me at greatbigyes.com. Keep saying yes, you guys. You're doing great.